peace, fam. I'm just passing through. And while I'm here, uh, I wanted to bring a very heavy topic to the table for discussion. Now, this is actually a matter that I've been harboring for a while. And I always find it interesting that God compels me to speak on certain things and certain topics at very meticulous times. You know, everything is in God's time. So let's start with the definition of arrested development. An arrested development is an abnormal an abnormal state um, which it, which development has stopped prematurely. Uh, it can be a fixation or regression, abnormalcy in physical or mental condition resulting from defective genes, or in my case, a developmental deficiency that could have been attributed to trauma. So knowing the meaning of arrested development can actually help us identify what this looks like in other people, but most importantly, what it looks like within ourselves. So before we can even begin to unpack the effects of an arrested development, consider that some of us have actually been living with such conditions for so long that they've been, they become commonplace for us. Um, For me, not being able to give the wounds the attention that they needed caused me to miss out on a huge part of what being a child and having the experience of innocence looked and felt like um, my mental and social development became stifled once I began to internalize. And for, for years, um, early on, I, w- I would go to school and wouldn't even speak for the time that I was there. And to my teachers, you know, I was a great student. However, I didn't speak. You know, to to them, in their words, I was borderline mute. And that later led to me being bullied, uh, which led to not having any friends. And that carried on through my teenage years. So, and even, you know, after being put in in social settings, I, I lacked the social skills that I needed to, I guess, navigate to the point where I became a sociopath. And I had a tendency to to come off extremely guarded due to the lack of trust and not having a full understanding as to why I was so so socially awkward. It made me oftentimes feel as if I was so different from everyone else that the only way I could ever fit in was if I disassociated myself completely from parts of me that needed attention the most which later turned out to be collateral damage. You know, I, I began compromising my values for the sake of inclusion. And it never really occurred to me until now, like how much of a complex I have, you know, just sitting here taking time to, to think and walk myself through these situations and really examine like how I went, how what I went through affected me beyond the surface. And for some people, their arrested developments show up uh, as a physical regression. Like it shows up in their physical features. And being that the majority of the people that I've spoken to and who have shared their stories with me about abuse and trauma at a young age, we, we hold each other accountable to not allow that cycle to continue to repeat itself. As parents and as adults, we we have an obligation to the youth. We have an obligation to these children, whether they're our sons, our daughters, our cousins, our nieces, our nephews, grandchildren, whatever. 
we have a job to protect them, you know, and, and we owe them that. And I feel like the best way to protect a child from abuse and trauma is to educate them, you know, having an open dialogue as far-fetched as it may seem, allow them a safe space to speak without judgment or ridicule. Allow them to ask questions and offer them the truth and love. Like sometimes all the saving we need to do lies in active listening, you know, paying attention to what they're not saying. And sometimes we just need, we need to ask, you know, how, how do you need to be validated? As a parent of three, like I'm learning that a very key component to raising children is nurturing them with their future spouses in mind and providing them a a stable environment that that will help them evolve, you know, into healthy beings, healthy adults. So they don't have to heal as adults from their childhood, but they can sustain healthy relationships with with people and essentially with themselves. You know, I I feel like if I can eliminate any child from having to experience the things that I experienced, the lasting effects of an of an arrested development due to trauma, you know, that's one step in the right direction towards healing. And maybe I'm so passionate about topics like this because I come from a generation where discussing topics like these are taboo. And sometimes talking about them with our own parents can do more harm than good. You know, unfortunately, every parent isn't the best person to discuss abuse with. You know, some some parents blame their children for the abuse that they endured or will simply find every excuse as to why they won't get them help. For whatever reason, you know, perhaps they're just ill-equipped. Maybe they have arrested developments that they never learned to work through or reconcile with. And I know from my own personal experiences that coming forward about any abuser, um, it's, it's not as easy as just pointing them out. You're making serious allegations that require substantial evidence in most cases. And unfortunately, you know, it's the survivors that tend to be the ones who suffer in those situations. Like we face the ridicule, we face the humiliation and fear of being attacked on top of not being believed and in worst cases blamed, you know, for what happened to us. And as a result of all of these things, my unchecked trauma only became a gateway to promiscuity. And by no means am I making excuses or making any justification for immoral behavior. I'm just, I'm sharing a very human experience and, you know, shedding light on a situation to, to be a voice that no one was for me at the time I needed it. And let me just say this for all the adults listening, lean in real quick. If a child opens up to you about any form of abuse and you dismiss their experience, you are just as guilty as their abuser for not helping them. Because once that information is brought to you, it then becomes your responsibility to look into that situation. And if you don't, and you leave that child to handle the situation on their own, you become responsible for the effects of the trauma inflicted on that individual because when you had the opportunity to stand up for them, 
you chose not to. That when people start seeking validation for the psychological trauma, um, when we start to feel like we're not seen or we're not heard, uh, we develop a sense, a false sense of comfort through abusive behavior, which most times is self-inflicted because that's what we identify with. So I, I feel compelled to share the importance of not acquiescing to things that don't agree with our spirits. You know, because from a young age, a lot of us were conditioned not to speak up for ourselves as a result of being exposed to a don't ask, don't tell culture at, you know, very malleable ages. And as a result of that, we end up unfulfilled and emotionally detached from the people who are closest to us, you know, the people that we're supposed to trust the most. And for those of us who have suffered from sexual abuse, we have we have to relearn and be reprogrammed to what sexuality is as adults, you know, as, as crazy as it sounds. The, the, the truth of the matter is we were misinformed as children and have been abusing ourselves ever since. You know, some women have to reconcile within themselves that sexuality is and can be sacred that it can be enjoyable and with the right person, it can, it can also be an act of healing. You know, unfortunately, some women never get that far. Part of that healing is getting to learn what you like and what you don't like, acknowledging what you were conditioned to think you like and what simply, you know, comes natural. Um, learn the power of speaking on what makes you uncomfortable and not just go along with what someone else's whims and desires are because we've been accustomed to equate love with compliance. Sharing an intimate experience with someone who is genuinely interested in your comfort as well as your pleasure gets to experience all of you. And, you know, we may have been uh, acquainted with parts of ourselves that we didn't necessarily have authority over because certain things were just forced on us, but it doesn't mean that changing the narrative isn't possible. So um, what, what I learned is that before I can rely on anyone else to stand up for me, I have to, I, I found it in myself to, to validate the beauty that I've always obtained, you know, and I, I had to find that it was enough to, to liberate myself from any and all psychological and physical bars that had been placed on me. So my advice to you or anyone else out there listening who can relate, you know, stop masking your pain and address the problem at the root. You know, I, I know it's easier said than done, but it's very necessary in this step towards healing. No, learn the power of no and exercise it often. So that's that's pretty much what I wanted to share. Um, and if you found anything that I've presented or shared to be of benefit to you, please pass it along to somebody else. Um, I pray that you make it a point to practice self-care starting today and for all of your days. To anyone suffering in silence, know that you are absolutely worthy of love 
and love is very possible. You are seen, you are heard, and you're not alone. You are perfectly human. And if you've ever questioned, you know, why you were handpicked to be subjected to any, any form of adversity at any point in your life along your journey, just know that it's because someone somewhere, someday, will need to hear your story. So I encourage you to speak the truth and set yourself free. As always, I like to end off on a high note. So I'm going to leave you guys with this spoken word piece called Black Sheep. Black sheep don't stray. Black sheep, you're not here to stay. Black sheep, you're here to carry out a task and be on your way. Black sheep, don't worry about what they say. They're going to tell everyone you delivered the message when asked on Judgment Day. Black sheep, your black is bold. You weren't supposed to blend in. Black sheep, you'll be ridiculed before they accept you. They'll respect you, but they may never be your friend. Black sheep, they'll think of you last, but they'll take from you first. Black sheep, this pen is your staff to perform miracles in the form of free verse. Black sheep, the flesh is weak, but there's strength in your rebirth. Black sheep, don't compromise your gifts for notoriety. They can't afford what you're worth. Black sheep, they'd rather watch you turn to dirt than to hear you speak the truth. Black sheep, you'll inherit some trauma along the way you have to learn to navigate through. Turn tragedy into triumph and let it elevate you. But never let the amount of followers in your herd do what validates you. <laughs>